Yes. with the 17th episode of the Million Ex-Girlfriends podcast. I know last week I said I was going to try to keep this one on the shorter side, and I didn't, so I don't know where this one's going to end up, but I'm going to try to rifle through this, <clears throat> especially since it's just me again. Uh, got a bunch of new lights for the Zen Den. If you're looking in the live, you can see the black light behind me. I like that shit. That shit's awesome. I'm trying to make this place like a little uh, like a little nightclub, like a... Uh, Dustin Ross from the Friendzone podcast said you should make it your goal so that like in your bedroom like when you turn the lights out it looks like a nightclub. That's exactly what I'm going for. I think I'm getting close. I got another blue, I got another black light uh, set. I got to get set up so. <clears throat> anyway, let's just get right into the intro. I saw Nikki Glazer's, Nikki Glaser, Glaser, her new special, her new stand-up comedy special on Netflix. I didn't watch it all the way through. However, there was, she is particularly funny. I do like her. At one point, she says something about uh, how, like, blue balls aren't a real thing. And, like, yes and no. Like, if you, if you, let me put it this way. All right. One time I was hanging with a woman, and we had made the decision that we weren't going to have sex the night we met. Fine. I was fine with that. I knew, I knew it was going to happen. Next time we hung, hung out, we were probably going to have sex. So, I was like, all right. Let's just not have sex. Whatever. No, she... Sorry. Backing up. She said, let's not have sex. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's work for me anyway. I don't I don't want to try. <laughs> and uh, I went home that night. I got home and it hurt. There was some physical pain associated with that. But I did what any man should do. I got a handful of lotion. All right? And I went to town. And when I was done, I had the fucking... Oh, it was the... I nutted harder than I ever nutted in my life. It was the biggest nut ever, baby, and it was amazing. So if you have blue balls, just work it out yourself, all right? If he's a if he, if if a if a guy, if a guy is worth his own worth, <laughs> for lack of a better, you know, for for a loss of words that I'm at, then he'll just take care of it himself. Like they, you won't hear about it because he won't say anything about it. Because he's already gonna do something about it. <laughs> At least that's my opinion with blue balls. I know that's what I do. That's what I have done when I found myself in that situation. Like, if you if you put yourself there, get yourself out. Isn't that how life works? Um, I don't know, but that's just me. But yeah, blue balls are very real. But also, uh, the solution to it is within your own hands, gentlemen. Moving along, I'm gonna do a little. Uh, I'm gonna do a little story time. Now, all I have written down here. Hello, Kajal. All I have written down here uh, for story time is a car meet that I went to in 2013, and I'm gonna change the name of the person I went with. His name was Eric. So, 
2013, I was 21, I was drinking a lot. I had just met Eric a couple months prior. We were hanging, chilling at parties and stuff, drinking a lot, you know, smoking weed. Well, I wasn't smoking at the time. He was smoking and I was just hanging around, doing a lot of drinking. So at one point, you know, um, Eric's all like, hey, let me, uh, I want to take you to this car meet. I want to, you know, we uh, like to race cars and stuff. So I was like, all right, fine, fuck it. I had no clue. This is before I watched the Fast and the Furious movies. So I had no clue about car meets or anything. I, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. So I, I get there and it's fucking, it's like, a, it's like a real car meet. And when I say real, I mean like ghetto thrown together, like gorilla car meet. Like a bunch of people getting their cars together in the parking lot of like one of those mega um, uh, shopping plazas in uh, Warwick, Rhode Island. Uh, the Applebee's, the Stop and Shop, that whole area. It was just like, it's probably like at least two, three rows of cars. I do remember quite a few people being there. There were a lot of people there. Um, in fact, I met a... That night, I met a woman. Uh, I completely forgot about her until now. So I'm gonna call her Layla. Yep, Layla. So met Layla, and Layla was pretty cool. She was she was you know attractive. She was cute. At one point, my buddy Eric was all like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna come on, come hop in my car. Let's fucking take a ride." <laughs> and like she was like okay and then she turned to me she's like are you coming with us and i was like yeah okay fine fuck it whatever so we jump in the car and we start rolling along and listening to music and he's like driving the car all fast and stuff and he's listening to country music and she didn't layla didn't like country music at all and this is at the time i was heavy into punk rock so i was like do you want to listen to some rancid and she was all about that, so I thought that was funny. But uh, fucking looking back on it, I kind of cucked my buddy in his own car. But uh, I didn't end up doing anything with her. I didn't. I didn't even fucking touch her. We just, you know, we just sang and headbanged to the music together, and that was it. But that's more than he did with her. She wasn't even really fucking talking to him. He was trying to like impress her, like drifting the car and shit, trying to like slide it around and do funky shit with it, almost flipping us over. <laughs> That shit was good, but yeah, it was just loud cars, loud cars in the parking lot, just loud cars out on the road, out on like Route 2 or whatever it was, up in Warwick, West Warwick area. Um, People walking up and down like, hey man, what you got under there? What'd you, what'd you do? Yeah, no, this car cost this much and I put this much worth of modifications into it, man. <laughs> And uh, like I'm, I kind of sound like I'm making fun of it, but it was cool to be a, it was cool to be a part of. And I think one particular reason I have a fondness for it is because it only happened once. Like it, I only, it was a thing I was only part of once. It's like this elusive like memory that I pro I feel like I'll never go through anything like that again. Even if I was invited to a car meet, like I don't know, I don't know. I'd like to go to another car meet. I really would. At one point, we got kicked out of the. Um, that plaza and we just went around the corner over by uh, CCRI Community College of Rhode Island the night campus and uh, we were in the plaza for the Rhode Island mall out by the Wendy's and it was just a bunch of people again just hanging chilling and driving all night uh, we were there mad late we were one of the last cars to leave at one point I was so tired I said to Eric I was like 
dude, we have to go. I, I'm about to fall asleep. We stopped at the McDonald's on the way home, and I was falling asleep in the McDonald's. Like it was like three in the morning, maybe by the time it was. By the time we were in the McDonald's, it was three in the morning. But yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I'd like to do that again. That whole thing was a trip. Um, again, I don't. I remember a little bit of it, but not too much because I did used to drink a lot, and also that was six years ago now. That was six summers ago now. Holy fucking shit balls. Wow. Um. Yeah, man. Time flies. Holy shit. Anyway. That's it for story time. I'm just going to rifle through this music section now. So for the music section today, I don't know. Like, it's, it's I don't ever write down music that I'm listening to for the podcast. I know I should, but I still don't think of it like that because music is just a thing I do. I just, I just listen to music. So <clears throat> today I just challenged myself. I was like, all right, I'm going to write down... 22 songs, because 22 is a repeating, you know, it's a, it's a repeating number. I'm going to write down 22 songs that I really like just off the top of my dome and see what happens. So this is no particular, this is in no particular order. I'm not going to try to pull some funky hipster shit on you and, and say something you've never heard of before. If you haven't heard of it, go check it out. That's the whole point of this. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to rifle through these next 22 songs, gauntlet style. These are 22 songs I like. And, uh, you know, in the future, I'll probably do another 22 songs I like. Because I, I like, I actually like doing this. So, first song I like, Peach by Kevin Abstract off of his Arizona Baby album. His solo album that came out ahead of Brockhampton's Ginger album, both 2019. Um, Peach is a nice little, like, acoustic, like, ballad. A uh, cool little love song that has a hook by Dominic Fike, Fikey. I don't know how to pronounce his name still. Uh, the, the Well, I guess that's the chorus. The hook or the refrain or whatever is sang by Joba and Bareface. It's a two-parter. I like Bareface's part, obviously. Uh, sweet Soft spot for Bareface. So I like that song a lot. Should I rate these as I go? I mean, fuck it. It is Gauntlet style and, um, you know... Nah, I like it. I'll just say whether... Uh, I like them. I like them all. So I'm not going to fucking rate them. Who gives a shit? No, fuck it. Uh, number two, Die From Me by Post Malone featuring Halsey and Future off of his new album, Hollywood's Bleeding. Um, I really like this. I love a good breakup song. I liked the songs on Beer Bongs and Bentleys, uh, Over Now and Better Now, I think, were the name of both of the over better now i don't know you know the, the two really dramatic breakup songs where he's yelling about fucking putting a pussy in a body bag and shit like that i liked those die for me is just an evolution of that i honestly think it's better than either of those um halsey's verse on this song is fucking fire i normally don't really like halsey at all that's for another day um I have a lot of problems with her, but I, I've come around to her recently, and this song definitely helped that out. And, you know, Future Future has a verse. When Future gets in his feelings, he's good. He's good. So, yeah, Future gets in his feelings on, on his verse on this song, and I, I really like it. On the last uh, chorus, Post Malone and Halsey sing vocals together. And Post Malone's a really good singer, and Halsey sings really well on this song, and their voices go well together. So, yeah. Number three, Phantoms. Phantoms. By Ballyhoo, 
off of their Cheers album. Uh, Phantoms is kind of like a, a fast-paced, like, ska, punk, acoustic, like, acoustic. Okay, it has an acoustic guitar in it that just kind of, like, bangs away the whole time, which I really like. I'm a big fan of acoustic guitars just fucking chumming away in the backgrounds of songs. I don't know what it is, something about that sound that I really like a lot. So it's got this acoustic guitar that just kind of, like, chums away the whole time. And it's a fast-paced punk rock song. Uh, I think it's a breakup song. I don't know. I try not to examine the lyrics too, too hard. Again, like with a lot of these things, it's easy to project your own feelings and thoughts all over them. But, uh, yeah, good song. I like it. White Mercedes by Charlie XCX off of her new album, Charlie. I talked about that a couple of episodes ago on the podcast with my buddy Silver. Uh, shout out Silver. Check him out. Uh, 401 Silver on the social medias. But yeah, this is just a, a slow, passionate little like 80s style like love song. I love I love the, the passionate bangers. I love the fucking... I just I love that stuff. Um, Roses by Carly Rae Jepsen off of Emotions off of the Emotion Side B E P. Emotion was a very good album. It got me into Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, I realized that was the album where I realized she kind of has a lot of um, emotional depth. <laughs> Oddly enough, she has a lot more emotional depth and like wisdom to her uh, lyrics and songwriting than most other pop stars, but then again, she is older than your typical pop star, I guess. She's a woman compared to, like, you know, your Camila Cabellos. But, uh, yeah, Roses is a, is a dramatic, is a deep-in-your-feels dramatic breakup song that only Carly Rae could do. Um, yeah, very, very longing, very... It's just, it's just good. Check it out. Are you that somebody by Unified Highway? This is an uh, this is a an acoustic driven uh, reggae cover of Aaliyah's "Are You That Somebody," produced by Timbaland, which came out in like 2000 or 2001, I think. Um, the original song was bouncy. I've been listening to a lot of early 2000s R&B songs again recently. Very bouncy. But uh, there was a lot going on with like the bass line, a lot of sound effects, synthesizer keyboard sound effects, uh, which is not just exclusive to Timbaland's production, but also uh, that that song by Dream, He Loves Me, He Loves You Not, has like this bass synthesizer that just plugs away the whole time. It's just so fucking annoying. But yeah, the original Are You That Somebody has the same thing. Um, that's It's still a good song. That being said, this cover by Unified Highway... Uh, which is Eric of Revolution, just in another band. This this Unified Highway cover of Are You That Somebody has a... It's missing that that chumming bass that I was talking about. Here we go, getting back to what I was talking about. It gets to that stripped-down um, reggae sound, uh, keyboard and acoustic guitar solos that, that go off towards the very end. You know, very good. What time do we got left? I like these glasses, I don't know. I forgot I've been wearing these. So, yeah. Uh, are you that somebody? Unified Highway. Okay, speaking of Revolution, let's stay on Eric Rockman for a second. Uh, Upper Hand by Revolution off of their Falling Into Place album. I'm a fan of a good breakup song. Um, I'm a sucker for women that are also kind of tough. And uh, I have been known to be used and strung along by women before. 
So this song hits me deep in the feels, deep right here in like the center of like my soul and who I am as a person. Um, I can't stand you've got the upper hand, but I like the way you use it. I just hate the way you pull my strings, but I love the way you use me. And oh, it's so confusing what you're doing to me. Whoo, baby. Oh, goddamn. So yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Come Walk With Me by M.I.A. off of her Matangi album. Um, I think I remember this from like Apple commercials or something. This came out off of her 2013 album. The first time I listened to Matangi all the way through, this song sounded familiar to me, but I couldn't place it. So I've definitely heard it somewhere. But yeah, it starts off with like this fun little like indie rock beat, I guess. It's kind of like, a, I don't know exactly how to describe it. Putting stuff into, labeling stuff and putting it into boxes. It starts off with like a plucky uh, guitar line, kind of like an indie rock song would. And then like halfway through, it becomes like an electronic remix of its own song. And uh, it's, but it's got elements of like live drums in it and stuff. It's just a very good song. It's an upbeat song. It feels good. Check it out. Good song. Dust is Gone, Night Version by Mo. That's the O with the slash through it. So like me, but I just say Mo off of her No Mythologies to Follow album. She's Danish, that's why her name's spelled like that. Um, now, at the very end of No Mythologies to Follow, I think the deluxe edition or whatever, I don't know, there's like four songs that are reinterpretations of songs from the album, but they're called Night Version. They're just stripped down to like keyboard, like one or two keyboard lines, and then Mo singing and like tracking, her, like back tracking, like harmonizing with herself and stuff. Um, but yeah, Dust is Gone, Night Version is the best version of the Night Versions. It's, uh, got a very barren, spacey feel to it. Uh, gives the, the, the keyboard line and the slight amount of, like, snapping percussion they use gives Moe's voice a lot of room to work with. She's able to put some intense feeling into this very minimalist barren track and it's just beautiful her voice carries the song her voice carries the night versions of these songs and dust is gone is the best one honest featuring james mellow by the hold up off of their album consequence i don't know who james mellow is m-e-l-o i tried to look him up on google and i just couldn't find anything about him really so yeah but whatever um I like this song. It's got a little bit of like a electronic hip hop feel. This came out in like 2012, so it tries to work in some trap elements, but this is really before like the trap boom of 2015. So it doesn't work it in all the way good, but it is a good interpretation. It is a good example of like the evolution of working the trap sound into like pop music and like, you know, instrument driven music and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, yeah, James James Mello's verse again. I don't know who he is. Him and him and Mike, the singer of the Hold Up, sing kind of similarly. But uh, yeah, James's verse is just very smooth. He sings in a low end register uh, that I like a lot. Should probably should have fucking done something with my hair before I started fucking around. Oh well, whatever. Number eleven, Venus is a boy. Number eleven, Venus is a boy by Bjork off of her debut album. The album's literally titled Debut. This is, this is a, that's a strange album to go back and listen to it. It's Bjork's, again, it's Bjork's debut solo album. 
so the production's interesting on the songs. The production's interesting across if you're into like early 90s electronic music or if you're just into the evolution of sound and production in general. Because some songs on that album have very rickety instrumentals that have not stood the test of time well. God damn, should not have eaten that burger before this podcast. Anyway, they have not stood the test of time well. However, Venus is a Boy, in my opinion, is a song that stood the test of time well. It's got like a swingy, bouncy reggae feel to it. And Bjork's just an amazing singer. I don't know what to say about her that hasn't been said before. You either like her or you don't, but if you don't like her... I don't know. I, I get it. I get why you don't like her, but also we're probably not going to be friends if you don't if you don't like her. I'm just kidding. We can be friends. I'm just fucking around. Um, but yeah, he believes in he believes in beauty. He's Venus is the boy and ja ha 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 or you know whatever the fuck it is she says. Melody of a broken heart by Hyrie off of her Wandering Soul album. Um, this is another. This is like another longing love song. I don't know if it's like a breakup song, but the chorus goes, I want to be the air that you breathe so when you feel like drowning, know you can count on me. Uh, it's like a five or six minute song. It's very spacey. I'll admit, sometimes I just love to get high and listen to this song because it, it, puts, me in a, it puts me in a certain optimistic melancholy, I guess I would call it. I like it a lot. Plus it has this outro that... that the outro is just, you know, I'm a stoner. I like, you know, listening, I like listening to like spacey weird shit and the outro does something kind of cool that's, you know, hits me in the right spot as well as the feels. Paper Heart by an artist named Astu off of her Patterns EP. Now, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. I don't know if I was doing video yet or not when I did. But yeah, the song Paper Heart, it's like a little 3-4 song. Um... The whole Patterns EP, album, whatever it's called, is good. Uh, But definitely check out the song Paper Heart. That's one word, Paper Heart. Number 14, My Favorite Fish by Gus Dapperton off of his his Where Poly People Go album. Where Poly People Go to Read, sorry. I just love, again, I love a good little love song. And the music video for this song takes place on a dock and by the water. And I grew up near docks and water so you know put make if you, i'm serious if you set your video project whether it be a movie or a tv show or a music video set it by the water by a beach with some sun uh and i'm in it i'm in it that's it i'm there i'm there for it uh love me for life by brock hampton off of their ginger album now i know i've talked about this song before but the transition the whole song is great kevin's verse Kevin does like a little subdued, like, you know, rap verse. What I gotta do, keep it with you. And then Joba sings, and he sings very well. This is the best singing he does on the whole album. Might even be the best singing he's done so far as part of the collective. I don't want to stand on that hill, but I am willing to say that it is some of his best singing. Um, it, it's be- the be- again, the best singing he does on this album, in my opinion. Um, and then. Merlin has that verse where he kills it, like the beat drops, it like changes up slightly, and uh, like the melody instruments drop out, and it's just the, like the percussion goes kind of hard, and then the keyboards and stuff start to come back in progressively, 
and Merlin kills it. He absolutely murders his verse, murders it. And then right at, he like he he has no right to go as hard on this song as he does, and yet he takes it. He acts like he's batting cleanup for the whole album. That's the only way I can think of it. Like it must have been like they must have told him like, okay, Merlin, you're batting up cleanup for the whole album. Like yeah, Bareface comes in after Bareface is gonna come in after you, and he's gonna sing a beautiful verse that ties this whole thing together. But you're batting cleanup. It, this song would not work if it weren't for Merlin's verse. Because then when Bareface comes in, there's those two verses back to back, man. Oof. Man, that shit was sweet. I can't even handle that. It's just so good. Autumn Leaves by Chris... Number 16. Autumn Leaves by Chris Brown featuring Kendrick Lamar off of his X album. Now listen, I'm just gonna say it. It's okay to listen to Chris Brown. Yes, he's a piece of shit. Yes, he's beat up women. Yes, he's physically assaulted people. Yes, he can't stop getting in trouble, apparent for it seems. He can't stop getting in trouble and he just refuses to not be a trash human being. That being said, he's not R. Kelly. At least anyone Chris Brown has had anything to do with has been a legal-aged adult. That's what I'm going to say about that. So I can still check out a couple of Chris Brown songs here and there. And this song is very good. This song, again, puts you kind of in your feels if you're into that kind of thing. Um, feels like all the autumn leaves are falling. It's just a great, great fall song. And Kendrick Lamar's verse on this song. Woo! You know, I kind of forget that there was a time when Kendrick Lamar had to do like these pop music verses to to get to where he is now and they weren't always good but in my opinion this is one of his better pop music verses that's better than i'm pretty sure he did a song in maroon 5 he did a song in maroon 5 after he didn't have to do that shit anymore and it's way better than that um yeah so number 16 autumn leaves number 17 we're going to get into the local groups here, local Rhode Island, Massachusetts, East Coast America groups here for a second, get some some, some artists. Uh, the first, the first number 17 on this list and the first local artist on this list, um, the song is called Small Talk by the band Solar Witch, who I've interviewed on the podcast before a couple of episodes ago, off of their Don't You Wish That We Was Dead album. I could have chosen any song off of this uh, EP. I could have chosen any song, but I chose to go with this one just because it's a straightforward rock and roll song. No bullshit. You want to know what they're about? Check this song out. It's everything you need to know about them. Number 18 is the song Smoke Break by Jesse Piff off of his No Breaks album. I really like it. It's a great way to end an album. You listen to No Breaks uh, all the way through. You can listen to Smoke Break by itself and it's a good song by itself, but it's a very good song with which to tie an album together. So it works on its own, it works as part of the album. It's very rare that as a songwriter you're able to do that and that's why I think Jesse Piff deserves more fucking recognition than he gets, all right? Um, next song, number 19, is Mother Earth by Jesse the Tree and Slitty Wrists off of their Split Asthma album. Uh, it's a duo album, they work together on it. It's like full album, I think it's like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes or something like that of material. And they're putting out Asthma 2, I think, next year, maybe? But yeah, the song Mother Earth is just a little like a little song about to, you know, these people, goddammit, 
they brought the pollution. Yeah, these people, goddammit, they brought the pollution that's killing the planet. I like that. I fucking like that because, like, obviously we are, but, like, I don't know. I just like the way they express their thoughts and ideas about this topic. So, yeah, number 19. Number 20 is Shifting Frequencies by Spock Asama off of his most recent EP, The Green. Um, I like the beat on this song. I'm Last Child makes some great beats and instrumentals for Spock and and Spaka just knows how to he knows how to spit on these things. This song reminds me a little bit of Rage Against the Machine. That song that's like, no matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Except like he takes that like Last Child takes that feel and moves in a sort of in a different direction as far as like the genre and like the the, the feel goes. But uh, it's in there. I'm 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 feeling it. Last Child, let me know if I'm wrong, but it feels like there's some um, Rage Against the Machine influence in there. I don't know if it's a sample, I don't know if it's an interpolation, I don't know if it's just a similar chord progression, but there's something about Rage Against the Machine in there that I can't stop thinking about, but even without that, the song on its own is just a very good song. You gotta realize success is all the ground. I just, I love it. I love Spock is rapping. I love the EP. Go check it out. Number 21, Ocean Remix by Carol G featuring Jesse Reyes. I haven't heard the original, but uh, this is a song with Spanish uh, this is a song with Spanish singing in it. But actually Jesse Reyes doesn't sing the Spanish. She sings the English verses and Carol G sings the Spanish verses. So I think that's really cool. Uh, another love song, Jesse sings, I swear that when I'm beside you, you're the one that deserves all my idols. Never found somebody like you, and if you died before me, I'd probably die too. Something like that. Sweet love song. I love that sweet, sappy shit. That's just me. That's how I do. And number 22, the last one on the list, is a newer song called The Great Divide by Mara Hawthorne. Anybody who knows me knows I like Neo, knows I like the soul, knows I like the blue eyed Neo soul shit. Mara Hawthorne, I really like him a lot. I've liked him since like 2015. Um. His music is was instrumental in my expansion as a music listener, so I'm glad I found him when I did. I'm glad he's still doing stuff. And uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good song. Check that out. And those are the 22 songs. Those are 22 songs that I like. And maybe someday in the future, I will do another 22 songs I like. So now with that out of the way, let's move on to movies and TV. I'm not going to talk too in depth about any TV or movies or anything because I got I don't know I got nothing however I am going to recommend that you watch the movie Tusk Kevin Smith um, this is this is in my opinion Kevin Smith's best movie after watching it again uh, great cinematography high quality production on a Kickstarter budget uh, he does a lot with this movie he does a lot with very little like when i first watched it i didn't know what when i first watched this movie when it came out back in 2014 i didn't know what the fuck i was watching after a couple of years of watching movies and gaining a deeper appreciation for narrative and screenplay and acting and writing and all that all that you know fucking floofy pretentious crap after getting a better handle for that stuff i went back and watched this movie and liked it a lot and again, in my opinion, it's one of Kevin Smith's best movies. I've 
I've said before that I think Dogma is Kevin Smith's best movie. I'm going to have to go back and, uh, and watch Dogma again to reassess that statement because this movie is very good. Give it another go if you think you didn't like it. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's worth it. I'm not going to spoil it, but if you know anything about it, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know anything about it, shut the fuck up and watch it right now. Why are you not watching it? Pause this podcast. Go watch Tusk, then come back. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that because I'm moving on right to the next thing. So why is this a thing? Is a segment I haven't done in a moment. But uh, man, some shit happened recently on the YouTubes that I just, I had to talk about. Trisha Paytas. Now, I've disliked her for a lot of years because I have just seen right through her. She's only interested in trying to gain attention, trying to keep attention, you know, trying to get the attention on her. It's the reason why she keeps feuding with the H3 podcast and refusing to go on. She reached out to them asking to be on the podcast, and now she refuses to be on after they invite her to be on. Eh? Don't make sense much, Trisha? But... Uh... Yeah, she just does everything she can to try and gain attention and stay relevant, whatever that means to her. And this whole transgender thing is just a, is just a, another example of that, this transgender thing. Now, I was going to try to put in the biggest air quotes Microsoft Documents would let me when I wrote transgender, but, the, but I was writing this document on my phone. I didn't want to fuck up the formatting. But yeah, I, I, I mean transgender... I mean transgender in air quotes like that fucking big, all right? Trisha Paytas, Trisha, makes me so fucking angry. Trisha Paytas is transgender my fucking ass, all right? If Trisha Paytas is transgender, then my fucking, my dick is a six inch long clip, all right? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, that's it for today. Again, trying to keep this on the short side. So I'm going to move along to shout outs. I haven't done shout outs in a moment. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, been, I've been slacking. I've been slacking, man. I know. I do want to take a minute, though, <coughs> to again just say I love the blacklight. <coughs> Finally got it up on the wall. And that's brilliant. That's great. This room is really starting to come together. I, uh... You know, the plan, living at my parents' place, is to eventually move out. But, um... You know, before I move out, I'm trying to get a whole bunch of things worked out. Trying to get into, like, a minimalist type of lifestyle. Try to get myself into, like, some, like, taking care of myself in, like, a routine. So that when I do move out, I can hit the ground running with all that stuff. Just gotta keep, gotta keep working forward, you know. So shout outs. I want to first shout out my boy Jesse Piff. Again, go check him out on Spotify. He's very underrated. More people should listen to him. Uh, and he's streaming gameplay of 2K 2020. You can check him out by looking up his gamer tag. I'm pretty sure he plays Xbox. Uh, Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure he plays Xbox. His gamer tag is hand down man down. 
Uh, that's H A N D W N M A N D W N seven one two. Hand down, man down, seven one two. Down in hand down, man down. Both downs are spelled without an O. Again, that's H A N D W N M A N D W N seven one two. And that's Jesse Piff. Next person I want to shout out is my buddy Kai. You can find him on Instagram and SoundCloud and YouTube, Stan Victorious. He raps under the name Malachi. Bump his song Cold World because it is that good that I'm telling you to go listen to it right now. And finally, I want to take some time right now to shout out Spakasama, give him a personal thanks because if I had not gone to his show in December 2017, if I had, if he had not come out and talked to me after his set, I would not be doing this podcast right now. So I want to give a personal thanks to Spaka for helping me along this path to, you know, for being a, for being a guiding voice, for being a, an acquaintance, for being a, um, you know, whatever, an associate, all that stuff, um, you know, along my path to content creation, whatever the fuck this is that I do, you know, making an ass of myself on the internet. He's putting out a new EP uh, later this year, next year, sometime. But he's doing the same thing he did last year before he put out The Green. He had a show in November uh, at, the, at FET. If you were there, you know that it went the fuck off. It was an awesome show. Sam Comfort was jumping onto people's heads, climbing on bars. There were, they, 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 Spocka brought a bunch of lights and stuff. There were like styrofoam lights. There were glow sticks. The whole thing was, Thinking about it right now, it's just getting me kind of amped, actually. It was so much fun, and I'm looking forward to this show. It's 11.15 at FET in Providence. Be there or be square, because if you're not there, it, just be there. Just fucking be there. <laughs> you can find tickets by going to his, follow the link in his bio, at iSpaka on Instagram. Follow the link in his bio to go buy tickets. You can go to, it'll go, take you to his website. You click on the waffle menu. You click on shows, all right? You bring it up, boop. It'll ask you how much do you want to spend. You can spend between $5 or $50. Now you spend $5, as general admission. The more money you spend, basically the more support you help give Spock. Uh, it's like shit on Patreon. The more money you give, the more, like there's like tiers to this shit, you know? So you give a little bit more money, you get like a poster and a t-shirt. You give a little bit more money, you get like, something else if you give $50 I looked up all the tiers I just can't remember them but the $50 tier the top one um, if you can afford that I would recommend it you get access to the show you get access to like sound check and everything beforehand you get to hang out with everybody it's really cool and you get a free and you get like a dope little swag gift box last year when I went I got the super VIP because I could afford it that's no flex I just I was really good at saving money once upon a time for like six months <laughs> you get I got all this dope shit in a box this little you know and I transformed it into an art box so again Spaka thanks you the man oh shit there goes something so anyway that's that that's all million ex-girlfriends podcast signing out for now until next time I'm gonna quote Spock Summer and say, 
fight the bots, don't get lost in the system. Um, this is all about progression, baby. Until next time. Million Ex-Girlfriends Podcast, signing out.